The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. You're listening to The Happy Hour with Nick Sainer. Look at him and tell me there's a God. And Enrique Alvarez Clary. Sponsored by Empire Fence and Netting on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back to The Happy Hour here on 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. It's time for the Chris Crossover with our friends from on the block, gentlemen, how are you? What up with it? You guys, you guys having a grand old time? Where's Tricky Nicky? He is right there. There we go. Yeah. I gotta unmute him. What up? He's Sorry, getting your hotel trying. ready. Yeah. yeah, yeah, man. Hey, <laughs> set it up for me, man. I'll be there shortly. Bye, guy. Hey, hey, it's it's nice. It's nice. It's a little too much space for just uh, just me. So. Uh... You know, it's all right. But no, you, you let me know when you get in town, Stricky. Okay. Yes, sir. It'll be sometime tomorrow. <laughs> Gentlemen, me, okay. and, me and Nick were just talking about, um, and we had the, the listeners chime in as well, a couple players that need to step their games up against Colorado in order for Nebraska to, A, have a chance, and B, possibly win. The names mentioned, obviously Jeff Sims. Somebody else mentioned uh, the entire offensive line, just just the entire offensive line, especially the left side. And mm-hmm. uh, we got some Fedoni mentions as well. There he is. What Boy. is what is a name or two that you guys think needs to step up in order for Nebraska to stay in and possibly win this game against the Buffaloes? My guy started. You, go, you want me to go first? Okay. Um, yeah, I think all of those are legitimate, absolute go to answers. I'm going to say Luke Reimer has to have a big game if they want to get Dylan Edwards out in space. Luke Reimer's really good side to side. He's got to prove that again, right? Dylan Edwards is a better athlete than Luke Reimer, but Reimer's good enough going laterally. I think if he can tackle in space and not let Edwards bust some of those big plays, that's going to be huge. He's my pick on defense. Um, Offensively, I I threw this out before and Strick laughed at me as soon as he heard the name. Um, I'm going to say Alex Bullock, and not because of his receiving ability, but when Marcus Washington isn't in the game, it's Alex Bullock or whoever is you know on Travis Hunter, whoever Travis Hunter is responsible for as a cornerback. Nebraska has to run that way and block him. Be physical with him, make him take on blocks, make him take tackles. Great athlete, wear him down by the fourth quarter, right? Run at him, run at him, run at him, make him take on blocks, make him get off blocks. And then you go at him in the pass game a little bit. That, that to me, I think, is the, the plan for Nebraska to help neutralize Travis Hunter. 
I think it's I got to I think it's got to be a heavy dose. Uh, if you if you want to throw Jeff Sims into the running game, I think you have to have pistol action. I think you have to have some form of option action. Um, because one, I don't think Nebraska is going to probably prepare for option action. Like I would have literally thrown a whole wrinkle. Like I would have just been waiting to do something like this. If I need to run the ball, I would have to just go back to power Mm -hmm. zone, run options, uh, counters, get them moving a little bit, get their eyes moving, anything straight. I don't want to deal with them because I think they're good enough athletes. And I don't know if I trust the line just to be able to, just dominate that way yet i didn't see it so i saw movement but i didn't see domination at the at the front i mean we literally have to be ahead on the chains i think i I think anytime we get behind on the chains it's no bueno for us we can't just be throwing the ball around so we've got to uh be mindful of that on the offensive side on the defensive side i think we've got to i've got i think we've got to uh mix it up you know you can't just give two things you can't give shador a lot of time the mixing it up of different coverages and so forth and blitzes coming from corners and different places that, you know, not necessarily has been shown over the game against Minnesota. And I think that's important. There, there's two things here for me, honestly, guys. And, and one of them somewhat building off of Austin's point and then something that I haven't mentioned over the week. One thing I think we all can agree that Nebraska did pretty well last Thursday was tackle in space, yeah. right? There weren't a lot of, there weren't a lot of uh, Minnesota players running through Nebraska defenders like we've seen in years past or for, you know, bring, you know, it, it taking three or four Nebraska defenders to bring one guy down. There wasn't a whole lot of that um, last Thursday, which so, so the tackling in space is going to be even more important when you have such an athletic team uh, to not let them, you know, and that kind of builds into my second point. As we saw last week against TCU, Shadur Sanders had incredible accuracy last week, had incredible accuracy, especially on a lot of his deep balls. I think being realistic, going into Saturday, understanding that Colorado is going to get some big plays. It's not letting them compound is going to be a key for Nebraska's defense, right? Allow, if if Shadur drops a beautiful ball into the into the breadbasket of Travis Hunter, you just kind of tip your cap and say, "All right, now we got to stand up taller and, and we can't we can't we can't bend anymore or bend don't break." I guess you can't let those big plays compound because then in a blink of an eye, you're going to be out of the game. The other thing I think that's important to keep in mind, too, is Colorado will take its deep shots, but I still think they want to stretch you more laterally and horizontally than they do vertically, at least at first. So to me, there's going to be a lot of discipline necessary for Newsom and Hartzog on the outside and then Brown and Singleton at safety positions. If they're going to take their shots downfield, don't don't commit pass interference. Like I get that's rule number one all the time, but especially against a team like Colorado, if they want to spread you out this way and then they finally decide to take their shot over the top, you have to be disciplined. You have to remember your training, fall back on it, and not give them free yard because that'll be just as good, essentially, as that deep completion. So being able to stay disciplined down the field, break up those long passes, uh, you know, as soon as the guy touches the ball, you push him out of bounds if it's along the sideline. You go up, you know, through his arms, uh, with, with your with your backhand and then don't don't run through his chest as he's going up for the ball. Those little things I think can play a big difference in discouraging Colorado from taking those shots and condensing the field. 
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design. The kind of experience you can only find in a Lexus SUV. A feeling this empowering is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the versatility of the complete line of Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. I think that's what they did, Rico, um, in the in the Minnesota game mm-hmm. is why they had success. It was the turnovers that caused the bend but don't break, what Nick just said, mm-hmm. rule that they were doing. Because they Minnesota would move the ball, and then they would stop them. They would move the ball, and then they would stop them. That's because they they did a great job in the in the special uh, the the uh, special teams mm-hmm. punting, you know, switching and 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 moving the field even when they were at the one, getting it out enough to where they were able to play field position. I think that's a key component in the in the build don't break model. Mm-hmm. In order to have that success, turnovers is going to be a problem because if you give short fields to people, it's just always trouble. You kind of took the words out of my mouth. Two of the matchups that I was really excited to see was the entire Nebraska secondary against Shooter Sanders' eyes and the speed of Colorado going laterally instead of just vertically. Because as you mentioned before, or as Nick mentioned before, the gang tackling is going to be very important. You saw, you noticed a lot of Colorado's big plays were off of short plays to the boundary. And then a TCU missed tackle. One person misses a tackle, all of a sudden they're off to the races, and that's how they're going to score. So that's going to be really important for Nebraska. And then another one, like you just mentioned, special teams. I know it's one game. Again, just one game. Nebraska's special teams looked improved. Mm-hmm. Not even going off of the big return and the returning on kickoffs, the coverage on the kickoffs, because the ball wasn't getting into the end zone. The coverage on the kickoffs and the punting from Buscini, putting all three of his punts inside the 20, that's going to be a really interesting matchup. Nebraska special teams versus Colorado's speed and athleticism, and that's going to be one that, again, they. I know you have to win all three phases of the ball, but that's going to be a really important one because we didn't really get to see much of that uh, in terms of special teams return game from Colorado against TCU. But I feel with the amount of athletes that they have on the field already on offense and defense, that special teams is just going to be another dangerous aspect of their game. 
Good point. All right, guys. Before we before we uh, before we get out of here um, and get you guys ready for on the block, we got a big NFL game tonight. All right, um, and I I have to ask your guys' thoughts. Travis Kelsey. Um, it, last I heard about an hour ago was that it doesn't look good, but that they were still going to attempt to play him. Yeah. Um, that's the last thing I I believe I heard. I mean, it, who do you guys have tonight? How do you guys see this one is going? We're going to do our weekend picks tomorrow on the show. But how do you guys see tonight's game going? Well, I, it's it's a hard one without Travis Kelsey because, as we mentioned before, a safety blanket. That's Patrick mm-hmm. Mahomes' safety blanket, massive safety blanket. And if you look at the other weapons that he has, it's not like there's a shortage of talent on the Kansas City Chiefs roster. It's just a shortage of um, – What's the word I'm proven looking for? Proven talent. talent. Yeah, people who have actually done it. Kadarius Tony, we all know, is a very talented wide receiver. The dude can't stay healthy. Sky Moore, yeah. they drafted him in the first round out of Western. I don't remember where they was. Western, Western Michigan. Western Michigan. And uh, again, very talented wide receiver. Not a lot of proven success in the NFL quite yet. Granted, it's his second mm-hmm. year in the NFL, but still, they have talent. But Travis Kelsey being gone is a big, a big uh, uh, hit to the Kansas City Chiefs, and Chris Jones is probably going to sit out still. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't want to say it, so I'm not going to say it, although the Lions are going to keep it close. Come on. I think Patrick there Mahomes still pulls it out. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to um, – I understand exactly what you're saying, and I love this early. I would, I, I, I would say the Kelsey absence early does more for the Kansas City Chiefs in, the, in possibly helping them down the road mm. because it's going to allow someone else – Gonna force them. Force them. Right, to step up. I don't, I don't know if it's in the backfield. I don't know if it's in the wide receiver room. I don't know if it's a backup tight end. Uh, but it's going to force them to have to figure out who is going to be the next guy up mm-hmm. and who's going to step forward and, and, and take the challenge of, of being him for, for Patrick Mahomes. Now, um, on the defensive side, I agree. I, don't, I think the defense is the same way. It's going to force them to either stick it in Chris Jones' face or basically by saying, hey, we can do this without you. Or it's going to really show and prove. And it's better for all of this to happen early for me as opposed to later. I think I actually think the Detroit Lions are a team that can shock people. Mm-hmm. It's a dangerous matchup for them early. I just think the way that they played last year, I think they've only gotten better. It's just a matter of whether or not it's going to overwhelm them. And uh, But I do think Patrick Mahomes ultimately pulls it out just because he's him. Yeah. Chris Jones is the bigger absence by far. Um, until Patrick Mahomes proves that he can't elevate a receiving core, I think you have to give him the benefit of the doubt. What concerns me about the Chiefs is that the way you make up for Chris Jones being gone is you blitz more, you send more guys or different guys at the Lions, and ESPN did a little bit of a dive on this. The Lions were really good against the Blitz last year. I think number one, rated even better than the Chiefs were offensively against Blitzes. Give me the Lions in a tight one. I'll take the Lions tonight. Let's go. Noted Lions fan, Nick Sainert. I'm I'm taking the Lions uh, as well. Um, Here's the thing. I'm really excited to see Jameer Gibbs. I don't really know the expectation for Jameer Gibbs, but I do know that the Lions traded up to get him. Or, yeah, traded to get him in the draft. So um, they traded to get a running back. They traded away DeAndre Swift in the process of that, who was actually pretty serviceable the last couple of years. So let's see if how, how much it works out. And then my guy, Amon Ross St. Brown, probably going to catch a touchdown tonight in Arrowhead. So, gentlemen, what's coming up on the block? Uh, this will do it for my voice because Rico has the timer in front of him. 
Uh, yeah, a lot of good stuff. Uh, the Knight Commission put out another report, take it or leave it, but uh, their Power 5 schools spending more on their football coaching staff than on their student-athletes. Uh, the Knight Commission says that could be the case at more than half of Power 5 schools in the next 10 years. Kind of want to dive into that. Uh, a lot of good NFL matchups outside of the one we just talked about. We'll dive into that. And just the most important players for Nebraska against Colorado might have three options back this week. Uh, at least two of them sound like they'll be ready to play, according to Matt Rule. But who are those important players that we're, we're definitely watching on Saturday? Thank you guys so much for joining in on the Chris Crossover here on the Happy Hour 93.7 The Ticket. For Nick Sainert for, out in Colorado and for myself here in the studios, we bid you adieu. Adios. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.